Welcome back to the Spook Show! This month, we're covering hospital-themed horror flicks. Mm. Fucking hospitals, am I right? They're the worst. Right, they is. And because they're the worst, there's a lot of fodder for a horror story. Sick people, dead people, diseases, surgeries, stone-faced nurses, creepy doctors. I mean, doctors in a hospital have to rank slightly below dentists in terms of scariest medical practitioners. And just above plastic surgeons. You know what? Medical practitioner ranks the lowest? Veterinarians. Most of the time, if there's a vet in a horror flick, they're not evil. In fact, I can't think of a single evil veterinarian horror flick. I feel like it might be an under, like an untapped mine for new horror. No. <laughs> no. 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 You, that's no, okay. No evil veterinarian slash. No, thank you. Movies. No. Nope. No, I'm good. That that doesn't have to exist in the world because I already see uh, all the ways that the world could take that. The no, because they, if they it exists in one to, way, it's to, gonna have to. They no. don't have to kill animals. They kill people. <laughs> you, you go that, that, old no. jigsaw with it, where they're like mm -mm. the evil veterinarian kidnaps like bad pet owners. And makes them like do like the run run like an obstacle course and fetch balls and shit. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm just saying there's something there and it's amazing to me that I can't think of a single horror movie that involves evil veterinarians. Pet cemetery. In uh, a way. No, no, think of it. No, not, no, think that's of it. Evil think animals. Of it. The cemetery. No, but think of it. In a way, the cemetery is kind of like a veterinarian. No. Yes, it brings back, it resuscitates pet animals. Pet Cemetery 2 is closer animals. because the main one of the main characters is actually a veterinarian, but he's not evil. He's the good guy. The closest I can get to evil veterinarians... He's like, I'm done with you. ...scientists conducting evil animal experimentations... And that's different. That's not a veterinarian. That's just, just mad science. Okay, so question. Would would Dr. Frankenstein be considered a veterinarian? No! Why not? Who says he operated on corpses? <laughs> so? Are monsters not animals? Are humans not animals? Listen, you gotta take this up with the, the medical board that designates <laughs> the labels for each type of medical practitioner. You know, you you know also, I can't think of the, they, they have evil uh, doctors. Uh, hmm. uh, podiatrists. You don't have any evil oh, podiatrist horror movies either. So, so as as diverse as <laughs> as the horror hospital genre is, there's room to grow. <laughs> I think it's the point of the first paragraph of that monologue. <laughs> now there's I'm different sorry. branch. No, it's fine. I love it. Uh, now there's different branches of hospital horror. There's medical hospital horror and mental asylum horror. And then there's abandoned hospital horror, which could also be broken up into the two former categories because you could have abandoned mental asylum horror, abandoned medical hospital horror. But even within those constrictions, there's a myriad of potential routes for the central threat. You could keep it contained within the realm of what's already in the hospital, typically, the aforementioned creepy doctors or some kind of infectious disease. Uh, or you could bring in some kind of external threat like Michael Myers roaming the eerily vacant halls of a hospital in Halloween 2. Or you've got the old, reliable, vengeful ghosts. 
Because if ghosts haunt the place where they died, then hospitals got to be some of the most haunted places around. So it's an easy pick. Although weirdly enough, usually people don't. When people talk about haunted hospitals, it's always the abandoned ones, not the mm-hmm. ones that are active. Even though the ones that are active should typically be just as haunted as the ones that are abandoned. So I'm there you go. There's a, there's a, uh, that that probably exists. There's probably a modern working hospital that's got ghosts in it. Movie somewhere probably. Maybe. Uh, or if you're feeling particularly spicy, have you asked the ghost union? Not yet. They're on. Strike. You should. They no. Well, no. That's the writers' union. But, no, they the all joined union. it. The ghosts. No, no, in no. Too. The ghost unions don't have anything to do with the writers' union. That's a completely no, that's different a separate department. Union, but in solidarity, they're like, well, let's you join. You even know in. what a union is? It's that thing. The, it doesn't, accurate. It doesn't that matter. is actual factual that is fantastic but if that you're is, feeling particularly spicy you could do a fusion of threats such as 1985's hell hole which we covered on the spoof a while back which is a great example that blends mad science dangerous patients and creepy mob guys sneaking into the hospital to, do, to create trouble because of a real estate scam i think i think i think it had something to do with a real estate scam so uh yeah, you could just throw everything into into hospital horror. I just realized you know, you know how you like real have like a realization and it's too late to do anything about it, but you know. Hmm. And I realized I could have I could have picked reanimator. Yeah, technically. I, I just realized that too late I now. I know, but I just wanted to give it an honorable mention. So go on, carry on, sorry. <laughs> Looking into the history of hospital horror flicks is about as tricky as looking into the history of vacation horror flicks because it's all a bunch of fucking listicles. But one of the earliest examples I could find in one of those listicles comes from way back in 1946, a movie by the name of Bedlam, which slots into the mental asylum branch of hospital horror. Like a lot of 40s horror, it's more a morality drama with a few tinges of horror sprinkled in and largely revolves around an elaborate plot to steal a woman's pet bird. I mean... It's got got Boris Karloff playing a delightfully devious character and a surplus of monologuing. Delightfully devious. He is delightfully devious. But these days, it probably works best as an argument against the weirdos who claim that social commentary in horror movies is somehow a new thing. (laughs) Like, nope. Who's been, saying been, that? Been there since at least the 40s, because because Bedlam is a perfect example of it. It's it's rife with social commentary. <laughs> I want to know who's saying that, because that Fucking is... Fucking weirdo is just, dummies. That's just an inaccurate statement all around, people. But, but not... anyway, let's talk about some hospital horror flicks. Let's go. Starting with uh, 1981's Hospital Massacre was my pick which yes. was delightful it's uh, yet another uh I, I feel by the time that this show ends we will have seen pretty much every like early 80s halloween ripoff slasher movie Ooh. like, like oh. we still have to watch like the original friday the 13th for the show at some point to cover right. to cover all of them but like once again, like I feel like well, and weirdly enough, this one was almost like a a Halloween two ripoff movie because it's all set in a hospital. But mm-hmm. you've got you've got it set around. It's a slasher movie set around a holiday. In this case, Valentine's Day. 
<laughs> and uh, it also features a number of alternate titles, and almost all of them are, are absolutely incredible. So you've got Hospital Massacre. It's also known as X-Ray, which which is cool because it, it pertains to the plot of the movie because it's all centered around like an X, a weird X-Ray, or a big part of it is. Plus, mm. plus any any title with X in it is instantly cooler. It it also went by the title "Be My Valentine or Else," which is a great title, and also "Ward 13, which is probably the the most tame, lame title that it went by. Uh, it it was directed by uh, Bose Davidson, uh, and, and it's a canon movie. What's that mean? Yeah, uh, the Canon Studio put it out, which they they were very uh, prolific throughout the eighties and a little, mm-hmm. I think a little bit into the nineties. Okay. Uh, they're they're the ones that gave gave us uh, Superman Four, the Quest for Peace. Uh, they also did uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two was one of their releases. Uh, so they they did a bunch of oh. stuff. They they also did the Breakin movies, Breakin and Breakin Two, Electric Boogaloo. That was Canon. Oh. So lot lots of movies that that had you know minimal budgets and were designed to just like turn turn a nice little profit. Um, do what you do. And, and Bose Davidson had an interesting uh, on top of having like a fucking awesome name. Uh, this from what I can tell, this is like the only horror movie he did. He mostly did like sex comedies and uh, a little bit of like kind of kind of like those eighties action flicks. Uh, is mostly, but now nowadays he's mostly an executive producer, and he's done a lot of bigger stuff that he's executive produced. Like what? What did I just see? Uh, the Expendables. He executive 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 produced that. Uh, the last Rambo movie. So uh, like a lot of um, again a lot of like action type stuff. Mechanic Resurrection, the the Jason Statham movie. Uh, the Expendables Fun. three. So it looks like he did all the Expendables movies as an executive producer. He also did Leatherface. So he's he's still doing a lot of work in the uh, producing side of things, which is pretty cool. Hey. Um. So so yeah, and uh, <laughs> it it's a slasher. It's an '80s slasher in a hospital, <laughs> and it's fucking nuts. Like, it had basically everything I could have asked for. Like I, yeah. I watching it, like a lot of bits of it were predictable to me, but at yeah. the same time, like I, I didn't care. No, which right? is interesting given how much complaining I'm gonna do about the ward later right. for being <laughs> uh, predictable and annoying. Right. No, th- this one I was just like, oh, I bet this is gonna happen, and it does. But I'm like, whatever. These effects were fantastic right. like it just had that it captured that perfect vibe of yeah like early 80s just like it's a slasher and weird shit's going on in the background mm-hmm. i i had a grand old time with this movie i oh, yeah. i had i loved it <laughs> no i just lo- like the movie starts and the and it starts on like this this like little house and we get the title just susan's house 1961 and for some reason that just sent me I was I was just like, what the? It's just such a weird like. It's like, oh, it's Susan's house. Okay. The time and the place. Like, who the fuck is Susan? I don't what. 
Um, and and then within the first five minutes of this movie, they brutally murder a child. (laughs) They fucking did. They have (laughs) child-on-child murder, and it's like the most brutal thing. Not the most brutal thing, but pretty fucking brutal. I would say I hung him up on the coat rack there. like (laughs) like impaled his jaw on the coat rack, it looked like. Mm -hmm. Um... And that's that's before it hits the five minute mark because I checked. I was like, "Holy shit! How deep are we in?" It was like four minutes and like forty eight seconds. I'm like, "Jesus! All right, yeah, th- they, this movie's gonna go hard." It and, and it, it did. And, and then then the movie does not for the first, uh, not for the last time. Um, like it, it it kills a kid, and then immediately the scene changes. And don't worry about the dead kid because it's nineteen years later now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody's like traumatized from that or anything. No, she's it's not, just uh... it's the it's the the little girl who witnesses the murder and then she's all grown up, but like she's completely unbothered by it. Like, oh yeah, completely. Like it's never mentioned again, really, until like she's just trying to go to the doctor and get some test results. Which yeah. uh, this movie, I think, it actually encompassed a lot of things that just like creep me out and that I don't like about medical stuff. Yes. And now that I'm thinking about it, it has more, I think, just to do with like the old systems and ways of things because it's all very everything's archaic and manual and like I don't know. It just it doesn't. It fills me kind of with the willies as opposed to like don't get me wrong, modern. Uh, you know, I guess going to the doctor nowadays, while at least less stressful for me, it's still kind of hits me with that type of thing where I'm like, Ugh, I'm still not super comfortable, but watching this yeah. movie, I'm just like, this, this is, is all the medical things that I hate. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like, you know, serial killer aside, just like the, the basic, like, medical things that they were doing in that hospital in like the, well, early 80s, but basically the 70s. Yeah. Just like, nah, nah, I don't, I don't want that. Like, yeah. like when, when they did the, like, the blood draw, it's like, oh, instead of the little, like, tube thing, it's like, no, no, we just put this needle, like, straight into your arm and just, like, give it the suck, and I'm like, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not... Give it the <laughs> suck! I hated it, Oh, I mean, yeah. it, you know, in a good way, but, like, it just, it made me very, very uncomfortable, and it, it yeah, I guess it, it kind of just spoke to me in that way of just, like, oh, yeah, older medical stuff, like, even if it's not sinister, it just makes me, like, ugh. Not feel great. <laughs> yeah, and it does. It, it does the thing yeah. that like uh, I've seen in a lot of other like, not even just hospital horror movies, but just like in hospital related things that they'll do occasionally, where like it's almost tantamount to fucking prison. How how the staff like treats people, where it's like yes. you can't leave, and it's like f- man, the hell I can't. Yeah, yeah. Can, I I am not a violent man. I, 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 and I certainly would never, like, hit another person unless I was defending myself. However. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However. If I very much would like to leave your establishment and you say I can't and you try and physically restrain me from doing so, catch these fucking hands, bitch. Uh, uh yeah. I, I will fucking, you, you will need so many fucking drugs. It's like, yeah, we're, we're going to make you sit around for hours. Well, anyway, we're going to have uh, the assistant here type up all your results on a typewriter, which was also weird to me, because I'm just like, oh, that means, like, so many more people are seeing all your, you know, personal medical info, which is, again, less, you know, right. uh, horror movie scary and more just, like, current world, like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. My information. Yeah. No. Um, but at some point, like... If, until it really got going when it starts when she first gets to the hospital and like 
there's an overabundance of like creepy red herrings all over the place. I'm like, yeah, this is this is almost a comedy <laughs> because it's so fucking funny. Like, like how much loose ketchup and tomato soft sauce? Did oh they have my god! I, I was about to say, I was like, yeah, the the hamburger elevator man was yes. the big uh, <laughs> the big part of that for me because like it, it was early enough. Early on in the movie enough where I'm kind of like, okay, I see the stuff hitting her foot, and I'm like, that looks like ketchup. I think that's what they're going for, but it could also be just, like, shitty blood because it's an old movie, and we haven't really seen anything yet, and it's like, I don't know how y'all are trying to make this look. But as it was dripping down, I'm just like, it's too early, like, nothing's that creepy, like, it's definitely just ketchup in some form or fashion, I don't know how. And then, yeah, you just see the slob guy just like, <laughs> with ketchup, just it's dripping all down his arm. Like, right? <laughs> and she's like you should be more careful and it's like no you should be more mad that yeah. he's just dripping this stranger is dripping ketchup all Pe over you people were not nearly angry enough at that character given what he like he was presumably a patient yeah but he's just roaming the hallways being fucking creepy swigging out al alcohol openly in the hospital oh yeah he's always got his bottle on him. yeah and at one point, the nurse catches him peeping into the exam room when, when she's naked. And she's not even met. And while swigging the alcohol, she's, she right. says nothing about him, like, chugging alcohol openly. She's just like, hey, you shouldn't be looking in there. You go back Mister. to your room, Hal. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, God. Also, also, this movie would have a character named Nurse Kitty. One of the nurses' names oh. was Kitty. She she was just Nurse Kitty. Oh, nurse, careful! <laughs> because, Watch because out! <laughs> Kitty's insane. Um, all I can think of is uh, Arrest Development. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I start thinking. Say goodbye to these. Outlaw <laughs> <Hello>, country. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so much of it was just so so wonderful to watch like and, and like the littering of like little references because at one point um the 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 call system is going off throughout the movie and i'm sure there were even more sly subtle references littered throughout that dialogue but at one point dr carpenter is paged nah. like, uh -huh. uh, okay i get you uh, um, look at you you sly dog and then i i did i really liked the uh Barbie Benton, the uh, the main chick, like oh, I thought she was really good, and also she, she has eyes that were made for a Fulci flick. Mm, is, wait, was this a Fulci film? It was not, but, but oh. she has eyes made for a Fulci flick. Oh yeah, Fulci would have appreciated them. You're right. <laughs> You're right. His his eye flash. Which come to think of it, so does Alexandra Daddario. So we've had two months now where we've had yeah. movies featuring uh, actresses with. Like the most soul-piercing eyes. Yeah, it's like I, I thought I was just watching a movie, but like I swear this woman's looking at me right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, just because I always like to do it, because I like um, pointing out the flaws of um, of the Scream horror movie rule set. Rule set. Um, the black character does not die first in in mm -hmm. X Ray. Uh, she does die. But but not first. So there you go. Scream. Yeah. Once again, wrong. 
take that, Scrum. <laughs> and and this is exactly the sort of movie that the uh, that Scream would classify as a scary movie because they te- tend to focus on slashers exclusively. So like they should be aware. Um. But yeah, also like the fucking frustrating and funniest part. <laughs> was like they've got like this weird fucked up looking x-ray of her and, and like all of the doctors are like uh they're all weird but nobody's saying anything nobody nobody's actually like saying oh she might have this so at that point it's just a matter of like you know tell me you have no idea what to have her fake test results say she has without telling me you have no idea what to have her fake test results say she mm-hmm. has and at one point, I think even she mentions, like, casually, she's like, "I th- they're treating me like I have leprosy or something. I'm like, there you go. You could have had the fake test results say she has leprosy. That's perfect. That's wonderful. It's a real thing down in Florida right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, because well, yeah, because uh, of course it is. That, uh... The, the doctor that, like, looked at the results first was like, wait, did you talk to... Uh, well, the doctor that got murdered first. Uh, uh, the doctor <laughs> who, who I affectionately referred to as Dr. David Ina Bowie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, we'll say Dr. Bowie. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very much the, like, she's like, oh, well, wh- what did they say? What did my results say? And he just walks out of the room, and I'm like, again, we're talking <laughs> we're talking things like medical that would make spin me into a full fucking panic. Yeah. If I'm talking to my doctor, and I'm like, so, you know, just tell me, like, what is it? And he just has to leave? Yeah, I'd be like I'm done. Uh, no, I'm done. I already don't like being in here. Hospital, please. Another hospital. I, you know, I'd go to another city, another yeah. state. Like I would just get so far away from there. I'd be like, I need to get a whole, yeah. whole new opinion. Yeah, I, I, I need, need I need from the ground up. I need everything done because the last place was full of red herrings and fucking weirdos, man. And, like, the, the friendliest doctor in the place was trying to kill me the whole time, so... Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, she can have a really low bar of criteria, just like, well, do you let your patients run around with liquor bottles and dripping ketchup everywhere? Yeah. Uh, if no, then I'll give you a shot. Yeah, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, that, there's that, around. and also if you accept my insurance, that's a whole other thing, but, <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then, and then of course the movie. Uh, once again at the end, at the end after the traumatic climax, uh, she walks out of the hospital. Say is very friendly with her, with her daughter and her ex husband, who she earlier in the movie, with almost no provocation whatsoever, looked at him and just said, "What an asshole." Mm-hmm. <laughs> She seems very happy to see them, and like nothing, nothing that just happened has affected her at all. Of Roll credits not. in true, like again, not a Roger Corman movie, but the Roger Corman principle of the monster is dead, the movie is over. Roll <laughs> yeah, credits immediately. Oh Fuck my resolution. God. It's all about climax. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> now, I will say I did love that whole sequence there at the end because like the the killer got stabbed or whatever and he's going up to the roof and it's just like he's got the the knife in him but the thing is like tied closed with a rope and he just has that decision of like, well, I've come this far and just like rips it out and cuts it. I was, I was like, holy shit. Like that 
That right? type of stuff in this movie, I I loved it. It was so yeah. fucking good. Because I didn't notice that the knife was still in him until he's walking up the stairs to the, the locked door. And I'm like, mm-hmm. holy shit, he didn't take the fucking knife out? No. And then, and then I'm like, well, how's he going to get through the door? And then, like, oh shit, he needs something to cut the rope with. Well, conveniently, Which, I was, saying, he was actually, stabbed if, in the gut recently. Given that it is a medical horror... It actually does make sense though, because yeah, technically, would, if yeah. you are stabbed in such a way like that, you don't remove you don't it. Remove it, yeah. So, it in a movie that's got like such so many goofy things and kind of like, yeah, really did not do a lot of research into medical stuff based on the, well, we're never gonna say what we think she has based on these test results. Like, I mean, the X-rays a, that you kind of saw looked like she was just really constipated. Yeah, or like, like I kept expecting one of the doctors to be like, "Ma'am, not this, maybe, but have you have you like had an alien organism attach itself to your face for a prolonged period of time mm-hmm. at any point in the last week? Because it like it looked like she had a little chestburster, like a like a fuzzy chestburster, like squirming through her guts." Oh no! <laughs> but again, again, why X-ray is a great title for this movie because there's a lot of there's a lot of scenes dedicated to that fucking X-ray. Um, but yeah, no, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, what do you think, Neff? I think you you mentioned like something to me. It's because I had to rewatch and double check and see like which because like basically I was I was having a hard time. Um like remembering which death I liked more so I was right. just I, I had to go back and watch um but uh I honestly I I was sitting there as this, when the movie is opening I'm just sitting there watching it and kid just you know kids are playing and all of a sudden kid's dead and I'm like I just literally verbatim I just remember talking out loud to myself being like well that escalated quickly it did and then the kid is grinning at her from the window, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, that's fucking birth control right there." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she didn't think about it for like 15 years or whatever. Right. Meanwhile, 19, like 19 the, years. 19 years, yeah. Meanwhile, the original incel killer is like, "I'm gonna get my revenge again," and it's like, "Did I'm, you not traumatize her enough the first time?" Yeah. I'm confused here. Like, Apparently not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to medical school. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to get my revenge that that is like you know i guess it's the end results bad because of what he did but man like living on that type of spite holy shit <laughs> like that that, put, that puts larry david's uh spite coffee shop to shame yes yeah <laughs> also i decided there's a new thing i want to do because i really have discovered i enjoy it um oh, yeah. for the movies is i'm going to make note of their their little tags because oh, i really like the tags yeah i like talking I, about i considered like trying to like switching out one of the uh categories for best tagline no i just like mentioning them okay um, that's fine too yeah i just like there, mentioning there are some them, absolutely but... incredible taglines yeah and, and not that like any of the ones we've watched this month are really what inspired it i just real like now that i have a notebook again i was taking notes and i was like oh i used to write down like the little things and i want to start doing that so there's no recovery at dot 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 hospital <laughs> massacre so like <laughs> I, I mean I, I respect what they tried there but it would have made more sense if they another alternate title for the movie was massacre hospital because then it sounds like the name of the hospital 
Hospital Massacre just sounds like the event. Yeah, that's Hospital that's really Massacre poorly constructed like as like a sentence. Well, yeah, yeah. That's a band. one of those bands they were talking about in uh, We Summon the Darkness. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I really love Hospital Massacre. I, um, I mean, I I enjoyed it. It was, it was alright. I realized uh, what a better way to face probably one of your biggest phobias uh, uh, and watch some horror about some hospitals. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know Did if it, it was the smartest idea. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Probably not. Um, I mean, I, I deal with hospitals as, as I have to. Uh, but I like it wasn't good. It wasn't like bad. It was like it was okay. Um, yeah. the ketchup dude, though, <laughs> man, that guy, that fucking guy. What the hell was he even there for? They, the doctors probably don't even know. They're like, I ah. loved it now. Like, I, I, like, I kind of same thought process as Kettle. I was like, well, I mean, a kid did just fucking die on a coat hanger, so I guess it could be escalating like this quickly, but don't we mm. still got like an hour? And I'm like... Wait, did you just say a kid died on the escalator? No, on the... Did I say escalator? You're going to have to let me know what I said. Or my brain just transposes. Well, you say he shouldn't have been up there. He should Uh. should (laughs) learn to fear and respect that escalator. I think I meant to say it escalated so quickly at the beginning. Oh, you might have said escalator. My brain might have. Uh, No, no. I might have said escalator. I don't know. Honestly, it's a possibility. I I say really weird shit. You're going to listen to this later when you edit it. I heard kid and escalate in like pretty much the same <laughs> sentence and my mind was just it just went straight to mall rats <laughs> like it always does mm-hmm. <laughs> like it doesn't i don't even need escalate like it's just like that kid like just just kid it's like that that fucking kid fucking back on the escalator again <laughs> hope his pants get caught in a bloodbath ensues <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> um, i mean it only got one for me uh, right. It got, but it, it was most entertaining because the other two just definitely do not um, <laughs> work any kind of entertainment for a multitude of reasons. Yeah. Um, but uh, which is sad because like Carpenter's the word, but we'll get to that next. Yeah. Um, but like it was, it was very entertaining. Um, mm. It just wasn't like my favorite one, you know. Right. So, but. Uh, what about you? Uh, it got it got a fuck of a lot for me. So favorite <laughs> kill. Um, I don't know. Take your pick. The the kid getting impaled on the hat rack. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the the evil doctor getting it. Like uh, oh no, I really. You know what? Which one I really loved. Um, <laughs> the the dot the the balding doctor with the mustache who's like preparing to operate, and he's like looking at the X ray. And suddenly, he's just, like, doing his weird stare that he's been doing the whole time. And then out of nowhere, he just pukes blood all over the x-ray. And there's a knife in the back of his head, and he just slides down. I fucking loved that one. That yeah. was uh, that was a pretty badass kill, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. That, that was that actually one the me, one. Because I'm, I'm like, I know he's not the evil doctor, because he's too evil. 
He's too openly mm-hmm. creepy to be the evil doctor. Like, I, I predicted that, like, the only friendly, normal doctor and, or character in the entire fucking hospital, as soon as he showed up and acted normal, I'm like, oh, well, that's the killer. Clearly. Of course. <laughs> Everyone else is way too obvious. Um, so, like, I knew he wasn't the bad guy, but, like, I did not expect him to, like, just suddenly spit up blood and die. Like, it caught me so off guard. Yeah, that but, was actually the death that made me have to go back and rewatch yeah. um, the scenes to, like, see. And I was like, ah, it's just too satisfying to see. Mm-hmm. The other dude dies. So, um, so, so that got favorite kill, uh, favorite poster, because I love the the like the classic eighties horror posters. I just I just love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, scariest, just because like the whole element of like just how like not even the killer, but like the hospital staff like trapping her there against her will. Like that sort of shit just uh, like freaks me out. Like, uh, like, and again, if if you try that shit on me, catch these fucking hands. <laughs> you, Bro, your you ass know? gonna be gonna need the fucking hospital by the time I'm through. Fuck you. Right. Uh, most quotable, uh, if for nothing else, then um, then her line at the start where she's just looking at her ex husband who's not done anything overly assholey, and she's just like, "What an asshole." <laughs> like I just, I was like, I was like, Jesus, lady. like I'm sure you have your reasons, I, but like, what the hell? Um, I now know why he's divorced, right? Um, sleeper hit, because yeah, no, I had no idea what to expect and wound up thoroughly fucking loving it. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite special effects, just because again, the gore, the kill scenes, all really good, uh, and most entertaining, because yeah, no, it, it reminded me. It reminded me of a few things, but it also very much reminded me of, um, fuck, what was the one we watched for, um, I think it was 80s month, the one that was a slasher, and it was, oh. like, set in in an abandoned school. Oh, where they was, had the reunion? Yeah, it was, like, a reunion. Water and it, and it High? Was, Slaughter High! Yes! Slaughter High! Yes. Yes. Slaughter High. It reminded hey. I enjoyed it the same way I enjoyed Slaughter High. I think I enjoyed Slaughter High a little bit more because Slaughter High was just completely batshit insane. Or at least more batshit insane. But like mm-hmm. on the same level. Like it was hitting all the same vibes. Can we can we just take another second to to reminisce or not reminisce, to think on the fact that the woman who can literally not remember anything just remember, remember that, name yeah. of yeah look at that well, look at that and i i just actually i just looked it up that's uh over three years ago because i have all my spreadsheets oh, saved. yeah no that was that was one. that was from that june was 2020 yep look at that <laughs> oh yeah sometimes i got it not all the time though just sometimes <laughs> as I, I i i could picture the movie and everything like entirely but yeah the name totally escaped me <laughs> i'm kind of sad though because that means i just spent my one moment on that but yeah, if, I mean, you know i saw I, it. hey it came in clutch right here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> never again not for the rest of the year nope all right uh, kettle yes your picks Oh my picks, the, dude! This <laughs> this movie got basically fucking everything I op- from I me. I opened this sheet and I'm like, motherfucker, aren't I supposed to get you a gift? Like, 
<laughs> no, no. I mean, this is yeah. Favorite kill again. Take your pick. Uh, I guess my main mention is the uh, the acid drowning and he pulls the dude's fucking Ooh, head out. Yeah, and it's all like it's like melted, but it also I don't know. It looked like weird mushroom spore things on his face, mm-hmm. which like doesn't make sense. Don't care. Looked awesome. Um, yep. Is my favorite story because yeah, it's just a bare bones slasher and it's like the simplicity of it. I'm like I love it. Uh, favorite poster, kind of for the same reason, just the 80s aesthetic and the just creepy medical nature of it. Yeah. I thought that was great. Weirdly enough, also comfiest movie um, <laughs> because just the genre and all the tropes of it I enjoy so much that I'm just like, I, like I'm right at home with this. Like Nothing here is surprising me, but I don't care. It's like I, I we're getting from A to B, and I hope to see some like good kills in between. Yeah. Um... Sleeper hit because I I didn't think it would necessarily be bad, but like just uh, how much I ended up enjoying it in the end, I'm just like holy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite music because I think it had a good score, especially when like the killer is going around doing his thing. It had almost kind of like a chanty, uh, I I don't know, it's like almost like kind of culty, oh, yeah. even though it it's not like eerie. a yeah yeah. It's there like, like it, it, there's like weird chorus in it. Yeah, I couldn't really understand how it relates too much because, like, it really made me think of more of like a cult or like a religious yeah, or like type the of thing Omen or something. Yeah, yeah. But either way, it it sounded pretty great, and I think it still fit despite like not being the, an exact match for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, to that point, like, I just because because I had something else picked for my favorite music, and I'm like, I don't remember the like you mentioning the music. I'm like, oh yeah, I did really like the music in mm-hmm. in this movie, and I for the life of me, cannot remember the music from the movie that I picked, so... Yeah. Doing a, doing a quick switcheroo. <laughs> so, also favorite music for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite SFX, because I, I just, like, I loved all the practical effects, because it's still in that time frame where, like, the practical stuff is getting really, really good, but it's still before CGI, so, like, it's that, like, sweet spot, which, again, just kind of encompassed everything that I loved about the movie. And then, for all of the above, most entertaining because, yeah, I, it was fucking great. I loved it. <laughs> all right, all, and that's the, that's the podcast. Have a nice night. <laughs> well, Kettle has chosen. <laughs> Wait, what? What? I don't have that much authority. No. I know. He may, he may have more wins than the rest of us combined, but <laughs> you can't just call it like that. <laughs> even if even if he's giving me the win, you can't, you can't call it. Well, this ain't even my movie, so. Yeah. Placing a bet right now. Oh, wait, you're right. It isn't his movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this, Dude, I'm about to shit all over my movie. No, no. Right? Oh, no. Now to listen to Kettle shit all over his movie. The Ward from 2011. <laughs> yeah, so in my usual, uh, I guess, usual fashion, whenever we pick the month's theme, I just kind of search for a listicle that has a list of things that you know maybe I have or haven't seen, but just give me some inspiration. And I generally just pick something from that. So this do. is what we did for this one, because like this is a movie I'd heard of uh, way back when. I never saw it, but, uh, you know, I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, give it a shot or whatever, and, uh, no, it, it really didn't do it for me. Like, much like Hospital Massacre had all the tropes of, like, the 80s slasher stuff that I enjoy, yeah. The Ward had all of the 
bad CGI, jump scare, dumb story bullshit of horror movies of like the late uh, 2000s, early 2010s. Like yeah. it just it, it encompassed all of those things, and like I just. I just didn't like anything it had to do, and it sucks because I was excited. I was like, "Oh, it's John Carpenter! Like that's yeah. cool." And it's one of those I'm like, you know, not everyone bats a hundred, so like, <laughs> yeah, I guess true. nobody bats a hundred, so like, you know, I, I get it. Everyone's gonna have a stinker, but Jordan Peele so far is batting a hundred. Yeah, yeah. I'm but, waiting for his stinker, but I'm kind of looking forward to it. I mean, yeah, there'll be one one of these days. It it might be, you know, 20, 30 years down the line, but, right. like, it'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if he keeps making movies. Like, if he, if he retires course, yeah. from directing, like, right now, Jordan Peele's, like, got, like, three absolutely incredible movies. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> that's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, John Carpenter, like, is my favorite director of all time. In the Mouth of Madness is my favorite movie of all time. Right. So, like, I've got, on some level, I have to like this movie. Just, just you know, because. Uh-huh. But the rule. <laughs> the rule. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's Carpenter. I have to love it. But this is probably, this either might be my least favorite or second to least favorite Carpenter movie. Yeah. Ghost of Mars, one of your least favorites. No, Ghost of Mars, I think, is fun. No, it's, got, it's, it's a lot of people. A lot of people. Don't a lot like of Ghost people of don't Mars. like Ghost that's, of Mars. Um, that's what it was. I thought Ghost of Mars was fun. I mean, it's got it's it's Jason Statham in a John Carpenter movie. It's it's eh. Clea Duvall in a John Carpenter movie. So it's got like people that I really like that are in it, and it's just it, it's is it is it a rehash of essential rehash slash fusion of Assault on Precinct Thirteen with like a little bit of escape from new york yeah but it's still fun and it like it's got a great fucking soundtrack with uh carpenter working with buckethead so like the soundtrack alone fucking top tier um but this one like it's between this one and uh memoirs of an invisible man and when we we, we watched memoirs for the show back when we did carpenter month like honestly i didn't hate memoirs as much as i thought i remembered i did or hates a strong word but like was that the one with chevy chase yes that 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 was such a weird fucking movie yeah it's it's such a weird movie and and such a just by itself it's such a weird tonal movie Mm -hmm. and it's such a weird movie for a carpenter to have done and like looking looking into the making of that one where john carpenter was like basically just he was like hey man i i may be you know a legendary horror director but like I, I need to put food on the table. And uh, they offered to pay me to direct that movie. And I, uh, as, as he says numerous times, as a good capitalist, I said, yes, you can pay me to do this job. <laughs> Get your bag, I mean, man. That's, yep. yeah. And, Bruh, that's what I do. So, yep. so I feel like this one might be my least favorite John Carpenter movie. Um, and it, I've, I haven't looked into it. But it feels like it might have also been like, you know, Carpenter being like, "Well, it's it's work, all right." Um, I I could see that because it didn't feel like it had like, I don't know, his, his touch. heart and soul. Yeah. yeah, like there's there's a little bit in in the cinematography of like kind of a Carpenter style to that, but like just right off the bat, like it's a John Carpenter movie without John Carpenter music on it. And anytime, mm-hmm. anytime you have a John Carpenter movie where he's not also doing the music, it just doesn't hit. The oh, same. 
can you at all. can you actually adjust my my music? I'm sorry. Oh, did I you thought also I put typed. The word? I meant to put the ward and I, I put the end, ward or too. I, I didn't put the ward. Well, no, I didn't put the ward and I didn't mean to put the ward. I actually meant to put the tokoloshi. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just I I guess I Yeah, when I put the auto filled uh, ward. Yeah. So, yeah, I see what I did cuz I was like yeah, this wasn't cart. I didn't like this music nearly as much because it didn't. No, have... I mean it was it was fine, but it was kind of like stock horror movie music. Yeah, kind kind of like the the jump scares and everything like that. It was a little. It was a very by the numbers. Listen, it got scariest it, for me for a reason. It was I'm not it, saying I'm proud of it. <laughs> no, that's fine. It scared me, but but it was a lot more by the numbers. Um, a lot more. It, it was almost like. John Carpenter, like John Carpenter, will kind of doing like a fusion between like Girl Interrupted and Shutter Island. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like there was like another movie that it reminded me of too that was like kind kind of in that style, but like not not a whole lot new going on with it. So right, no, I get what you're saying. Although there is the the amusing um moment of um that the the moment when uh the character of iris gets stabbed through the eye i thought that was funny nobody actually dies in this film though technically no no yeah technically no so there are no actual deaths in this movie right Although, there's, there's, there's I, still, I did not notice I, what you pointed out there i did not notice that yeah iris iris that's, gets stabbed uh, through the eye yep. <laughs> i like that yeah get the ye old lobotomy yeah <laughs> I mean, yep. I, but to be fair, I, I still counted kills because we did see characters get killed. That's fair. I just wasn't sure was which way you were going to... Yeah, I, it I was, but they were no, imaginary. I, under, I understand that, but... Like, well, I, I was I'm like, sorry. I was, That's but, incredibly rude. They were not imaginary. They were supposed to be representations of different personalities. But, so, but I'll so get here, into that. And here, here, and again, like two two movies this month reminded me of, uh, or made me think of Slaughter High, because technically in Slaughter High, all of those deaths were part of an elaborate dream sequence the killer had before he woke up and went off to go do do some killing. So technically, none of those people died either. It was all True. it was all a dream. And I, ne counted, yeah. and I counted those kills because they were they were fucking awesome and they were on screen. So as far as like I I'm counting like on screen kills. Okay. No, I'll I'll even listen. even if they didn't actually happen. I don't know. Oh. Like the definition on the kills like keeps getting muddied and twirled around and everything like that, but like I definitely come to a definitive I mean, luckily, decision on is how your to count podcast, it. So luckily. In the moment, and I stand by that in the moment, and I I reserve the right to change the criteria in the future. <laughs> I reserve the right to do what the fuck hey, I want. Yeah, and I mean, the, dang, hear me, the, the, dang, the dang score only really is the only possible, like, incentive the dang store, score has on the total score is like a plus five for having the highest. Oh, Which yeah. Which the ward did not, so it doesn't, oh. it doesn't matter. I don't remember when Split came out, and I know a lot of people were mad at Split. For being like a multi personality, like the or I mean, I'm sorry, it, the it did it is, but Every, there, there's something in my bad opinion, right now. Hold because, on, uh, sorry, hold on. In my opinion, my opinion, Split did it better. 
Um, oh, well, yeah. Like, if you're going to victimize, if you're going to, not victimize, if you're going to villainize a mental disorder, like, um, like, at least do it well. And yeah. and put someone like, uh, fuck, now I can't think of his name, but I see a, I see his beautiful, beautiful face in my freaking head. Um, what's his name? McAvoy. James McAvoy. Yeah. Um, he, like, I don't know. Also, I didn't realize until after I watched this movie, because I forget who she is every single time but i forgot that was amber heard i yep, fucking didn't even is. know and i was like why is everybody's like she's not even that great of an she's an okay no. actress like she's, she's not great she's, she's definitely she's like, at least yeah. she's not like uh uh not jessica beale uh jessica alba jessica alba at least she's yeah. not like that level no, of i mean acting. she's serviceable but, like she's just not like, like I'm just like this is ever. the woman. She does fine. Yeah, I, I didn't realize until after I picked the movie. Then I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> oh no, I don't care because again, uh, the, the separating the the art. Oh, of from course, the yeah. Artist, like, I I mean, it doesn't. No, I just figured it. she wasn't good either. I just thought right. like she was like like I don't know a good actress, and she's like it's like I've seen. No, I mean I think like. She got weirdly overhyped for some reason. Probably because she was dating Johnny is the only no, thing I can think of. Then. But I don't even no, want to like. Before then, she she got overhyped. Oh, um, for for some reason, like I, all I remember, like when when I first heard about her, it was from a movie, another horror movie called All the Boys Love Mandy Lane, which oh, I, I I just I, heard I kept about that one. here, and I think you still do like hear like pretty much exclusively good things about that movie. I saw it. I don't remember it being that good. Mm. And again, and I don't remember her being absolutely incredible in it either. Again, kind of like this. Like she was fine. She, mm-hmm. she it, it, not that the performance is bad, but it's not. It, neither one of those performances to me were anything where I was like, "Oh, this is like one one of the finest actors of our generation." Like it, it's it, like none nothing I've seen from her has been like you know, like oh shit this is the new like Charlize Theron, right? Like no, no. no way. Like, she, she's, <laughs> she's just like. A decent actor. Well, no, because we still She's have just Charlie's there, and have well, you? Yeah, not... we also still woman have still Theron. looks twenty if she wants to. <laughs> right. It just depends on how she's feeling that day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but magician. like yeah, but point being, like she's not at that level. No, nor does she really need to be. Like Mm-mm. she's fine, but like I just like one of the it's one of those instances where like there was kind of like some hype associated with like movies she's been in and her that I'm like I don't see it. I, I I don't I don't get it. No, and that um, like that's why I was like, oh, this is okay. Well, that's that's fine and dandy. And but like, it it was it scared the shit out of me, <laughs> as it did yeah. the first time. But I'm not happy that I was scared out of it because like, it's Carpenter. He knows yeah. how to scare. He knows yeah. how to do it without everything being a fucking jump scare. Yeah, and yet. And he has used jump scares before, but he uses he them, typically uses them a lot more tactfully. But this guy, Whereas this it, one was just like it was jump scare heavy. Yeah, I was gonna be like, can I put like parenthetically next to my scariest movie, it it cheapest scariest movie because like, <laughs> and it makes me sad to throw this on a Carpenter film, but like, yeah. I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'd expect this from like anybody else like i don't get me wrong you're allowed you can, to have shitters you're yeah. allowed to have shitters but like <laughs> carpenter 
Right. Yeah. Come on. Like, that's, that's, like, anybody well, I mean, can it's do. One of those, like, like, if, if John Carpenter's name wasn't in the credits and nobody told me that he had done this movie. Oh, yeah. I just watched it. I'd be like, I, and then ask me, like, which, which famous horror director directed this movie? I'd be like, I don't know, man. Toby Hooper, maybe. And even and even Hooper. for Toby, to, and even for Toby, this would have been a, a step down. Like this would have been like one of mm-hmm. like the I, I, like maybe Wes Craven, because Wes Craven like as, as he does as great, he does do a as lot great, as great as he was at his best. Like he made a fair number of pretty shit movies. Um, and again, I'm sure it was like because a lot of his shit movies were like also TV movies. And again, mm-hmm. like motherfuckers need to work. The bills. I get it. Um, but yeah, like I, I wouldn't, for the life of me, I would not have said that, like, if I didn't no. know, I would not have guessed Carpenter for the head directiveness. So, yeah, so kind of a funny thing talking about, like, the cheap scares and everything, so yeah. I I watched, so I watched Hospital Massacre before this, and then I followed up with this, because I was like, okay, you know, we're just gonna get through stuff. Yeah. And it was kind of late or whatever, and, you know, the movie was wrapping up, and it kind of is that thing of like, oh, it seems like everything's gonna be okay, and I'm just like... There's gonna be some jump scare at the end, but like it took long enough, and I was tired enough. I I started like dozing off a little bit at the end, <laughs> and then like the scream at the end like kind of startled me awake, and I was like, I fucking knew it, and I was like, this movie sucks. <laughs> yep. I was right there with you, man. I was. It was like the like it was the last one on the. Oh man, I don't know if you heard me scream. It got me a couple of times. It made me so mad. Oh, Sucker me, me. Punch. That's that's what this m- movie reminded me of. So mad. Sucker it also Punch at least was prettier. Punch. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, because I, 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 I don't know. Well, I, I guess... hated Sucker Punch far more than I hated this movie. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Like, I guess I, I just I, really like. I don't like... hate this movie. It's just more more of a like. Yeah, it, I'm disappointed. It's, it's kind of just like a mediocre yeah. horror movie, which like it's it's you know unfortunate that Carpenter directed it, but at the same time, like. Hey, hey, man. Wait, hey. The the man gave me like so many hits. So, oh yeah, so many magnificent. Films. Oh yeah, I don't I don't hold him against hold it against him. Absolutely. Like the movie's bad, but it's kind of a like all right, you know, everybody gets one. Yeah, <laughs> or two, you know, or three. It depends on how long your career is. Like if you've got like ten bangers and you have like three yeah, kind of like, meh or like, shitty movies, it's like ah, who cares? Like, like <laughs> Assault on Precinct Thirteen, Halloween, The Thing, They Live. In the Mouth of Madness. Yeah. Okay. Escape I, yeah, from see, New York. Oh I'm yeah, up to I'm not six already. Yeah, um, not even a little bit mad at Carpenter. Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble uh, in Little China. I have. I need to do a rewatch. Now, now we're now we're getting into the realm of like your mileage may vary, but like for me, Escape from L.A., Vampires, uh, Ghosts of Mars. Like so, so at, at least by my count, now we're up to ten. Right. So so like yeah. Like and and even like the other stuff that's like you know not even Christine Christine is fucking great. It's probably one of the best Stephen King adaptations ever. Oh yeah, that one was fun. Yeah, yeah. and, and so honestly, 11. honestly, for <laughs> probably one of, in my opinion, one of my the more boring Stephen. And 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 forgive me, it's probably because he has a lot of scary car books. But well, I don't know. I just don't find the scary cars creepy. Oh no, I didn't find that yeah. that one particularly creepy. I just more enjoyed it because it was like vroom vroom killer car. Oh, <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. 
So kind of like it, it, it's a less not- extreme version of maximum overdrive, which just takes it all to the top, and it's like, here's ACDC big rigs and like sentience. Have <laughs> yeah. fun. Every machine oh, is sentient, and they're all trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah. Maximum overdrive is fucking amazing. But but maximum yeah, like even, even stuff amazing. like Starman, where he's like doing like sci-fi romance. Like it, it's a solid movie. Um. So, so yeah, if this is, like, the one, like, this and Memoirs of an Invisible Man are, like, these two, like, kind of meh movies, like, that's a fucking hell of a good record. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, oh, oh, also, uh, Neff, did you notice in the opening credits that this was was also produced by A Bigger Boat? I did not. Like, like Adam Green's Frozen was? Jaws is still following us, like, three months later. Oh God! Is that oh Spielberg? Is that Spielberg's? No, it's not Spielberg. I, I don't know. It might be Adam Green's company. I don't. I don't know whose company it actually is. But like, it's definitely a Jaws reference in the title of the production company. Oh my God! To go from wow, that boy, that boy is living the horror dream. He produced a <laughs> Carpenter flick. Well, I, I'm not. I don't know if it's Adam Green's production company. Oh, now I'm looking. Said. Yeah. I'm, oh, no, but I now just, I'm looking. I just know I'm that carrying. a bigger boat, the production company, a bigger boat, produced, uh, or the logo was in front of Adam Green's Frozen and also the Ward. But beyond that, I, I don't know whose company it is technically. I didn't. Uh, I didn't look. Let's see, Peter Block. Okay, I don't know that. Uh, Peter Block has launched a bigger boat, a film company that will produce in the genre fair he oversaw. His longtime proxy of acquisitions and co-productions at Lionsgate. He was oh. a he was a Lionsgate producer, I guess. Okay. Um, so it's like a, a subsection of Lion, or like it's yeah. splintered off of Lion. That makes sense based mm-hmm. on these two movies. Like they, I see, I feel like they could have been potential Lionsgate releases. Uh, let's see, partners. Uh, they partnered with uh, Green Street Films. Yeah, whose them. principals John Panotti and Tim Williams. Okay. Uh, let's see. Amy Beecroft will be the sales agent. Sorry, I'm just I'm I'm squickly squickly squanning. I'm oh, no. quickly scanning. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, it seems to be basically like it. It's a it's the branch off. Like I don't know if it's like an official branch off of Lionsgate, but the dude who used to run right, it, right? But he's running it. Kind yeah, of like a tie. It's some kind of like splinter of Lionsgate, mm-hmm. or or Lionsgate adjacent. Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... I just thought it was amusing seeing that logo again after after <clears throat> last month, seeing it on Adam Green's movie, and then that pin pin pinwheeling off of having just watched jaws for the spoop oh uh, yeah i'm like it's just jaws just keeps lurking man he do he do i did give it favorite story i think just because i i liked i i liked the um it may have been like obvious past a certain point but i did like how the twist played out that it would that all of the girls were different facets of her personality. Like I, I, in a movie full of cheap jump scares, I thought that that the that's re- the one oh, bit I'll say I enjoyed. The reveal of that, the reveal yeah. of that twist and like the overlying story around that twist 
I thought was really good, especially like, again, comparing it to other movies that had similar features, uh, like identity. Like, yeah, I, I think the movie identity had decent... had the same basic plot, but identity yeah. spoiled that twist like a half hour in. And it ruined the rest of the movie for me. So them keeping that twist secret until the very end, I was like, okay, I appreciate that. It's like I, I think the movie had a decent framework. It just yeah. did kind of everything else in a way that I mean, just I, mm-hmm. I fucking hate <laughs> at the end of the day. Right. And you're like, how dare you jump scare me awake, you <laughs> motherfucker? I mean, I was really I tired. Was I feel it. Right. <laughs> uh, I. I that pisses me off too when I get awoken by somebody being loud. I, I'm sure it'll be later on, but I'm gonna rant to you how I've been gimping around like an old man, and it's very <laughs> fitting for turning 35. Uh, and my odyssey of this week, but we'll save oh, it for for yeah, not that's, this. That's, that's <laughs> rant. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then also got a comfiest movie for me because of the three, mm. this one like it's uh, jump scares aside, and it, it, like it's pretty quiet, it's pretty somber. It's kind of comfy. No, none of them uh, are comfy for and, me. And, and like, uh, apart from Amber Heard, like I, I really liked all of the other uh, girls. Uh, like especially the one um, who uh, the the other blonde uh, who slits her throat, or the ghost slits her throat, or whatever. I know what like, you're talking about. You know, like mm-hmm. that, I I don't remember the actress's name, but like I really liked her. Almost to the point that I'm like, I almost wish you were the lead. Because <laughs> I, I like your, like, quirky performance, like, way more than, like, the, the, the Amber Heard, like, kind of playing it straight performance. Which I get why you have to do that, but... Right. Because she has to be clearly be the one that's not insane. Um, and all the clearly. other ones clearly are insane to some degree. Uh, but like, I really liked her performance. I also really liked the the girl with the doll who had the uh, penny in her in her mouth. Like, she was also very good. As was uh, Daniel Panabaker. She, she was Daniel Panabaker. Also, uh, again, on the, on the list of absolutely just badass names, like Daniel Panabaker <laughs> is like it's a great name. I saw her pop up on screen, and I saw her face, and I immediately was like, Panna Baker! I don't know why, I just was overtly excited to see her. Shouldn't, shouldn't, um, you, shouldn't you be back at Star Labs, uh, gauging how, right? how far uh, Barry Allen has managed to push the Speed Force this week? Right? Like, come on, what are you doing here? <laughs> stop, stop, And also, stop. like, for, for hospital horror, like, the hospital staff in this movie, like, not not shady not not scummy Mm-mm. like actual like kind of like the the head nurse was kind of a stone-faced bitch but like again she didn't do anything bad she nah, just, she she just, just didn't bitch. have a, have a sense of humor and had no patience for for this shit uh but but everyone else like the orderly like because so many of these types of movies would like make the orderly like scuzzy like mm-hmm. he'd be, like he'd be trying to do stuff to the girls or something like, yeah, he's like, I don't want he, anything to do with you flat people. flat out, like, does not. He's, he's like, I will never date you in a million years. <laughs> Stay the mm-hmm. fuck away from I, yeah, me. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to get off work. I'm going to go to a bar. And, yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and also Jared Harris. I, I love Jared Harris, the uh, the lead uh, doctor. Who He was in Mad oh. Men for a while. He was in, uh, oh. he was in, he was in second... Chernobyl. Oh, was he? Oh, Chernobyl, sure. yeah. I gotta check that then. As the main doc, really dude, like Chernobyl is super duper good. Nice. He was also in uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse. 
Yep. And that was when we watched that. It was not long, like after I had watched Chernobyl, and I was like, the difference in like just the roles and like <laughs> the critical acclaim of right. Chernobyl, and just and then just. Well, I mean, I like the Resident Evil movies, but like I'm, you know, let's be real, it's, they're it's not, not that great. Class entertainment. No. no. Um, I, I enjoy them probably more than the average, but yeah, it's it's not like it's not high tier art for sure. No. Um, and then yeah, seeing him pop up in this, it, it, it was yeah, just kind of a pleasant surprise because now I'm like I'm when I see that guy, I'm like oh shit, like I got several frames of reference here yeah. for uh, roles he's done, <laughs> and yeah. they're all kind of different in their own way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, favorite story in uh, Comfus is all I got from me. Uh, Neffy, did you do it yours? Got uh no, it got scariest for me because uh too many jump scares, <laughs> and I hate it. And I gave it most quotable, and I don't know why I gave it most quotable. I can't remember why I give any of them most quotable. There were some honestly. good lines in there. Like, yeah, I, like, just, I remember there were being some decent dialogue. I just remember, I was like, well, Tokoloshi, there's a lot of Zulu in it, so I'm pretty sure nobody is going to quote most of it. Um, And uh, Hospital Massacre, I'm like, I can't remember. It feels like it should have some one-liners, but I can't remember. (laughs) So I was like, the ward. That's kind of what I do with the most quotable sometimes. If I can't think of one, I'm just like, which one do I feel like giving it to? Flip a three-sided coin. Yep. Um, and then it got, uh, it no longer has favorite music. Never mind. So yeah, no, <laughs> there we go. It got, it got scariest and most quotable and cheapest scariest, but scariest nonetheless. It made me scrum audibly. Kettle, how many categories did your movie get from you? A whole fucking zero. <laughs> <laughs> I did not enjoy this movie. I did not think it was good. Oh, no. And and compared oh. to the uh, competition, like I mean, Hospital Massacre was great. Tokoloshi, I thought was different, or uh, I mean, it was different. It was decent, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll get into that here shortly. Um, yeah. But yeah, just in, in terms of any of the categories, no, it it didn't do anything for me. Hey, at least this month the movie that you really didn't like was your own choosing, so that way I don't have to feel guilty. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody has to feel bad this month. Yeah, nobody has to have the worst day at their job ever. Yeah, this this wasn't even from the seventies. No. All right. Uh, finally, we have uh, Nephi's pick, which is the Tokolosh from twenty eighteen. Uh, well, it's pronounced actually any way you please. Apparently, uh, there's oh, actually several ways to pronounce. Well, not any way you please, but like there's there's several different pronunciations. There was actually a really cool. Um, so, in case you guys didn't know, I I love PBS and have a newfound love of PBS. And um, PBS had a, an entire uh, Monstra series oh. where they covered cryptids and oh, folklore and stuff like that. And the Tokoloshi, or uh, also known as the... Um, ah, I have the pronunciations written down. Yeah, I know in the movie they, they called it uh, the Tokoloshi. Yeah, they call, it's called the Tokoloshi. It can call be called the Tokoloshi and the Tokoloshi. Okay. Um, yeah, so like it, de- it depends, I think, uh, regionally where you are in. Um, right, it seems okay. like in Johannesburg, which is where this is set, um, which is actually in Johannesburg. Right. Um, uh, it, Tokoloshi, it seems to be 
what they refer to it, at least there. Um, it might be different in other areas. So, the Tokolosh, Tokoloshi, is actually, um, I, I guess you could almost call it along the lines of like a cryptid. Um, it's South Africa's version of, um, essentially, they're, they're a little, little goblin. Okay. Yeah, like, um, so, basically, it's, there, there are these, so, uh, I think it was in 2019 when PBS did the Monstra episode, like, it's like a six, seven minute video on their website about it. Okay. Um, it was in 2019 that they did it, and they have a whole bunch, they did one of the Mothman, like, nice. a whole bunch of crap, that, it's really cool, like, yeah, I, no, I sat there and I found this, and I was like, PBS, I love you. Like even to this day, you're still pretty cool. Um, you gave me Red Dwarf and, and Monty Python, and now now you're still cranking out cool shit, right? Like it was it was really cool to see. But basically, their sole purpose, the Tokoloshi, their sole purpose is essentially to cause mayhem, whether it be in sexual deviancy or violence. Um, to you know, just shit going wrong. You're tear. Like it was, it's basically they were the excuse for anything and everything that could go wrong. So like, um, kind of, yeah, yeah, like like little, but but they're most closely resemble, I guess, if if you could see them, um, goblins. Uh, okay. But well, gremlins just in the sense, like of like how you described of like what they do and like what mm -hmm. their role is, like them being blamed for mischief and like things going wrong. Like that's a, that's a very gremlins thing. They're basically they're they basically make your life living hell. They're yeah. like the next step up from gremlins, I think. Okay. Like they're a lot more menacing. They're like the, the um uh I I'd almost equate them gremlins. <laughs> yeah, a lot meaner. Okay. Um and there's the, different ones of, there's different kinds of them too. Like yeah. I didn't go too deep because I'm like if if we do that I'm going to be here for like an hour and a half giving you right. guys a report right. which I would love to do but I don't <laughs> think everybody wants to sit here and listen no, to No fucking bug Exarkin to, to get his fucking podcast I know right back up and running Um uh so so basically what what PBS did is they actually reached out to uh uh Sangoma uh which is basically a South African healer, like a traditional healer, okay. or uh, you, I, I guess um, witch doctor, uh, right. whom is believed to be called by the ancestors to enter the role. So, um, the basically, like nowadays, they're commonly like in law and teaching jobs over there. Okay, but uh, they're described by a uh, Sagoma. Zuvin. You. I'm so sorry if I butchered that. You're, you're. I highly doubt you're, you're going to you're listen to this. Invited onto the show to yell at us about it. Yeah, just please, like, by like all means. We've said incorrectly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, as nocturn. Uh, so they're basically they're described as nocturnal creatures that are short, powerful, half human, half animal, uh, that feed off the dark energy created by harassing humans. Uh, basically the South African boogeyman. So there's right. been a couple movies on the the Tokoloshi. Yeah, I saw another actually. one. Yeah, mm -hmm. there was another one that was just uh, Tokolosh, uh, an African curse, I think. Mm -hmm. That came out within a year or two of this one. 
and it's like it's so out like it's it makes sense like honestly it's not really something that like outside of south africa has really been touched upon yeah it's um kind of one of those local folklores that like if you go into south africa everybody knows what a tokolosh is yeah. but if you go outside of south africa everybody's like the fuck is that like it's, mm. it's basically south african boogeyman yeah, it's, it's local mythology yeah but to the point where, like, so there was, I can't remember exactly the year, I thought I made note of it, but there was a group of mothers that, um, basically, babies were getting pins stuck into them. And they were blaming the abuse on the Tokoloshi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it, it got them a pass or something like that to get, like, uh, to do, like, a different kind of healing as opposed to actually being, you know, reprimanded for the child abuse. <laughs> Right. That was going on. Um, so there are like some issues with it, but like it is like there are some people who genuinely think the Tokolosh is 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 a thing because they're invisible by nature. So like right. you're not gonna get to see one because the only time so usually the reason why you have a Tokoloshi on you is is it's 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 set after you because most of the time Tokoloshis are controlled by witches. Ah, okay. Yeah. So but I didn't I was looking for that. Like, I actually ended up rewatching it again today. Right. Because after, because I did my research, I was just rewatching the death scenes. Yeah. And uh, I was, well, I was originally just going to watch the death scene, rewatch the death scene of this, but I was like, after doing my, this was after I did my research, so I'm like, I don't remember there being a witch. No. Unless and you if count anything, the, ch- the child. As yeah. a witch, and if because, anything, like, the little bit of mythology that I remember hearing them talk about it in the movie, it sounded more like the um, the the La Llorona myth. Yeah, and like that's that's fine. Like, and I definitely want to like dig in on my own end, like the different kinds of Tokoloshi there are. Yeah. But um, no, like it definitely, it definitely, like it followed the Tokoloshi at least from the research that I've done. I've only done surface level research at this point. Like it seems to follow like the baseline of what a Tokoloshi is with their own like twist to it, which right. I thought was cool. Like I actually, so I like really the, um, the uh, slip mouth woman uh, movie we mm-hmm. watch, where it's like it's her, but like the mythology is different from the typical story that we have heard mm-hmm. around and I that think it's... character. I think it's I think it's really really cool. Um, I I didn't have subtitles, so I actually ended up trying to find the script online, which I found, and I ended up going back through and rereading, like reading it alongside the movie talking. Um, it it kind of went into the lore a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I I enjoyed the movie, but I really like folklore stuff, and yeah. I really enjoy learning about other cultures. I guess yes. like everything uh, to a degree especially um like i will be 100 percent. i'm fairly ignorant about the continent of africa and um i all i know is you call is uh south africa calls their stoplights robots (laughs) which like legitimately like that used to be the only diet word intro to the music video okay Because I love it, but uh, but I realize no, they at, do, least for uh, me, at least the at only least... source I have is a Diane Word video. No, I looked it up. They do they do refer to them as robots. Um, okay. But uh, and and it might be like a specific like to the area where Diane Word was from. But there is right. there are people there that refer to them as robots. Um, I I enjoyed it, but like I I it it was kind of like to me it was kind of like a Pan's Labyrinth, like not 
to the level of like I can see that. Qual well no, because like the quality was like I actually enjoyed the SFX and this and stuff like that. Like oh, I yeah. thought even on the on the bad quality. Like it's I not, was like, it's oh. not Del Toro. Like the Del Toro is in the league of his own. Oh but, yeah, no, but, but like I, I the, can see the... I can see the similarity. Like I didn't think of it when I was watching it, but I can see like it does have a bit of a Pan's Labyrinth kind of vibe to it. But like, like the, 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 the vibe. It, it it a very fucked up fairy oh, tale. Absolutely. Like a, a, a Grimm's fairy level. Tale. Yeah, a Grimm's level fairy well, a, a proper fairy tale, if you yeah. will. Um but it's it, it it definitely it makes me it it does my favorite thing, it makes me want to explore more about a culture. Yeah. Um and and after well, after when I take a break from China <laughs> after time China has so much history that's gonna yeah. take, that takes forever <laughs> but when I take a break from China I'm probably going to dive into different areas of, of Africa next because I, I like doing that I like hmm. and this 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 it was really cool it was what, what do you guys think I just talked for like the last 20 years <laughs> no that's good no, it's nice to hear like more like background stuff because again, from the movie itself, like the only thing that seemed comparable based on the little bit of the mythology, um, that I heard from it was I, my my mind went to I was like, oh, this seems like a variation on La Llorona, which I remember when we watched uh, La Llorona for the spoop, like and looking into that myth, mm. um. And seeing that that there are very like very similar variants to La Llorona all around the world, um, so so I was like, oh okay, but mm -hmm. now to hear like the the deeper side of it, it's like, oh okay, so not really, or or if so, like j that was just like a product of the movie, or or maybe a more uh, obscure part of the mythology uh, that that isn't immediately clear, but overall, like I. I enjoyed it for the most part. Uh, mm -hmm. I unfortunately also didn't have uh, subtitles for the Zulu. And there's, I want to say, about 40% of the movie, the dialogue is, is, in, is, Zulu. In, is in Zulu. So, mm -hmm. especially the last ha uh, half of the movie was exclusively, pretty much. So I was very lost um and i feel it, like it is that, one of those that it, it it's helpful to understand what they're saying yeah because a lot yeah. of the time like i've watched i've watched movies uh in languages i don't speak without subtitles before just because that was the only option mm -hmm. um and, and usually like depending on the movie like you can kind of get the gist you kind of pick up on what's going down unfortunately with this one there were a lot of drawn out um conversation scenes that like clearly something was being discussed i had no fucking idea what it was um and i think that contributed to me feeling really lost for for a portion of the movie and sadly like i started to get like kind of bored with it mm -hmm. uh just because just because i didn't like i wanted to know what was going on but like there was just no um feasible route for me to like i didn't think to look up a script <laughs> or anything like that literally um, trying to find the answer to shit is my job yeah <laughs> like i google search but, all day to find an answer but like that that aside um like i thought like stylistically and atmosphere wise it was really good in a great like spooky 
atmosphere style to it. It reminded me a little bit of uh, Detention. In just, like, the way it looked and felt. That's fair. Jerome uh, Pequain, which is the director um, or and the co-writer, uh, he uh, he also wrote with a Richard Kunzman. Um, but they said their their bigger their biggest inspirations were mostly European art house horror films from the seventies, such as Rosemary's Baby, Don't Look Now, yeah, and Jacob's Ladder. I haven't seen the latter two, but yeah, I can see a little bit. I don't movie. know if I ever want to watch Jacob's Ladder. I've, I've heard, heard Jacob's people talk Ladder about is it. Fucked. I, I've yeah. seen I've seen like the the opening of Jacob's Ladder, but like I never finished it. It was another um, one of those movies that I my I I've technically in quotation marks seen. Right. But it was before the age of ten, so I'm pretty sure I shouldn't have. Oh, probably not. Yeah. Mm-mm. So I don't remember it. Like, um, if I'm honest, my brain blocked it. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, overall it, it was like kind of, it, it was one of those, I feel like if, if I had had subtitles, I probably would have enjoyed it more. Mm-hmm. Um, but as, as it was, it was like, it felt like it kind of leaned um, pretty heavily on more human drama than, than monster horror. Like, cause there's a huge chunk of it where it's just, it, it pretty much revolves around like the creepy hospital administrator guy. It, it was a lot of that. Yeah. And I'll say like, I did have it with the Zulu subtitles and right. like, I was still kind of lost. Like the, the lore of it didn't make a ton of sense to me. Like granted, uh, as I mentioned to you, I watched it like first thing after I got up this morning. So it's yeah. like, I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, I guess I'll, uh, <laughs> watch heavy movies like first thing in the morning with that and uh oppenheimer a couple of weeks ago it's yeah. like well i gotta you know i got some time today i guess i'll watch something really fucking heavy as soon as i get up. yeah um but yeah even, even with the subtitles i was a little lost like i enjoyed the movie but like th- oh, there, there's definitely a barrier able by the way oh mm-hmm. his name was able his name was able mm-hmm. okay he seemed cool, but again, like most of his dialogue, I I could oh, it was it was mostly entirely in Zulu. Yeah, so like um, I did not like I would have loved to have known what they were they were talking because there, there's clearly like something about the mass. I think I from what I picked up based on body language and just like the framing of the shots and everything like that, it seemed like he either made or collected those masks, and they served some sort of purpose. Um. I imagine based on how she takes one of the masks and like puts it up in her house. Yeah, the so one I she takes is like a is like a cannibal be... god or okay. something. Oh, yeah, okay. is what mm-hmm. it said. Yeah, but, but I would have assumed like it was meant to, as like some kind of a a protection tome of some degree or something like like that was the best I could discern. That was so, how I understood it. But okay. I have the I have the script pulled up here. Basically okay. what it is is they're in the apartment and he goes um the police are here again threatening to evict people. All they really wanted was a bribe. So it's a commentary on um there's a lot of commentary on like the corruption of the local government right. as well as like the corruption of just higher power and the patriarchy as a whole. But it right. is the entire movie is an attack at the patriarchy. Okay. Um the the director did the director and the writers uh, both writers confirmed that um but uh let's see uh so tell me this place is too big for you way too big for you to be alone sleeps at least 20. oh no i remember that that was when she's talking yeah. to her landlord yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, i think that okay. was mostly in english 
Yeah, so or at she least basically it was goes jumping into back that. And forth, but there was enough yeah. English that I was like, okay, I understand what this scene is conveying. Mm-hmm. So he's basically he's essentially like uh, he he's 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 essentially a uh, Sangoma is essentially what he is. He's like, he's a spiritual healer. Yes. Um, okay. Is essentially what he ends up being. There's a lot going on, and like I could, it, it, it's too much to like to do. Yeah, I don't want to yeah, do like a, just like a read no. of the script or anything like. I'm more like than that. happy it's to go more, over it like after. So I that would way you be interested kind of, in rewatching it with subtitles. Yeah, I would part. recommend it. Like just, it was just I, to I get am... the full picture of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like you know even like. The, at least for certain parts, like I was kind of in the right ballpark with like my kind of assumptions based on again, like it it, it is kind of interesting and fun to watch movies in a language you don't speak without subtitles because it it really does show you how at least in some respects, how little understanding the actual spoken words is necessary. Uh, for understanding like a conversation or or understanding right. what a person's saying because a lot of the times like you, you will be able to pick up the gen- you won't understand word for word what's being said but you'll you'll get the idea you, you get you get the kind mm. of vibe of it uh but unfortunately there were like a number of scenes where like it literally was just like two characters sitting in a room speaking to one another in kind of monotone voices um and there was no other like kind of external stimuli to indicate mm-hmm. what it was they were even saying. So that's where I get lost. Um, but but again, like overall, like the the movie itself, like the on the technical side of things, um, you know, great spooky atmosphere, some really cool shots. I really liked the when she brings the little girl back to her house and she's talking on the phone in the background. The little girl starts playing catch. Yeah, with passing the, the ball back and forth, and you can kind of mm-hmm. see the Tokolosh's arms in silhouette through the through the sheet. I thought that was masterful. I, yeah, I that that was show. great, and also just that little girl in general, like her fucking acting was yeah, fantastic. No, the acting, again, oh yeah, the, the acting throughout I thought was really good. Um, it, it was just unfortunately like based on you know not speaking the language, I was like. I couldn't tell you what the fuck is going on, but it sounds like even potentially, even if you do have the subtitles, it's a little confusing. Yeah, I mean, it it, fair. it really is kind of yeah, just it being a whole different like culture and folklore and everything. I'd like right. kind of tried to follow it, but like didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But that also might just be a me thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, I it was cool uh, just to watch a a movie from another area because like. I'd kind of forgotten that it was South African, and then, like, when I started watching today, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right, because, like, I could kind of tell with the accent. Um, yeah. Because I have, uh, I, I don't use Siri super often, but I do have the setting uh, for her voice to be like, oh, give her a South African accent, just because it sounds kind of nice. Okay. <laughs> just for, like, no reason other than, like, yeah. well, it's, it sounds less robotic and just more pleasant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, South African Siri, you'll never go full Skynet on me, will you? Oh no, South African Siri. No. She'll she'll no. at least sound nice when she does it, well, you yeah. know, It'll as opposed pleasant. to her or uh, Amazon's always listening device, of which there are a couple around here, not in my office, but uh, they do exist. <laughs> They're around. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I ain't the know, happiest with them either, but I ain't going to rant about that on here either. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, that and uh, like the only other uh, like thing of note that I had for this one was uh, when she gets uh, stuck in the uh, trash compactor briefly. Mm-hmm. Which just, yeah. you know, suddenly my mind is right back there in Star Wars. <laughs> and all I'm yeah. thinking is, stop all trash compactors on the detention level! Freebio! <laughs> Freebio, where are you? <laughs> so I, I was amused by that. But uh, like uh, overall, like I, I thought it was like well made, but like it, it could have used more monster. Like I was kind, I was kind of sad yeah. the monster wasn't more of the central focus. Yeah, it leaned too much on the like, oh, it's some of the people, and it's like, okay, yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, for for the. The titular Tokolosh to not be in it as much, it's kind of like, oh, well, all right. Mm-hmm. I, I found it, like, I, I enjoyed the, the, the tone and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'd be interested in watching it with the subtitles as opposed to reading it after after the fact. Yeah. Um, it, it definitely helped, but it did end up still getting, like, a lot of picks for me <laughs> yeah i i had a good time with it like i really did enjoy it it made me incredibly uncomfortable but i had a good time with it yeah. also to give some because i don't know how clear it was in the movie but the children there were basically abandoned aids children yes like there, there was a AIDS. line of okay. dialogue about yeah. That. yeah okay all right i just wanted to make sure that was clear on what that was and um yeah the director was just corrupt as fuck Oh, the hospital director. Yeah, the the hospital director director of the film. (laughs) No, the hospital director. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah. No, he wasn't even subtle about his scumbag. No, he was. God, and like the fact that I I think that that that's a legitimate issue over there. Yeah, it is to that degree of blatancy. Um, yeah, that's that's fucked. Yeah, that's that's part of the problem that like I don't think a lot of people are aware of, and I don't even think I'm like no, I know for a fact I'm not aware of to the scope of how bad it is over there. But like, not to say it's like destitute over there, but like they deal with like everywhere else in the world a lot of their own issues. But yeah, um, creepy boogeyman. I'm interested <laughs> yeah. in learning more. And it got favorite kill for me because I just I really enjoyed watching him get stabbed and he was shocked. He was shook. He was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. shit. I expect this tiny little lady to come after me. And yet she came and she heckin stabbed. And I just I just enjoy when mm. somebody's trying to be a rapey douchebag and then they get stabbed. Yeah, and, that's always you know? fun. <laughs> it is. It, it just, I, I don't know. Like I watched it like the second time and I'm just like. No, that was a satisfying kill. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, favorite story it got for me, just simply because like it did like spin off like a lot of research, and I'm really excited to go do all that. Mm-hmm. Um, it got favorite poster for me just because like. I, I did. The, I think it that po- that it was creepy. close. Like that was like yeah. my second pick for favorite poster. None of them were comfortable. None <laughs> of them got that. Um. It got sleeper hit for me because, like, I just I I think there's a lot that could be done with it, and it'd be interesting to see more with like the the Tokoloshi, yeah, as a whole. Um, and that was, and it got favorite SFX just because, like, even though I was watching the Greeny film, um, like I I just I enjoyed like the kid playing ball and like how that yeah. worked out and like the 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 subtle like it reminded me of the first time I watched the Babadook. 
It did have a little bit of a Babadook vibe to it. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. I like the subtle scares, especially after fucking being overscared by the ward. I was like, <laughs> yes, this is where I, I like this kind of creepy. I don't like the, I, I, I've realized as I've fine-tuned my horror likes. <laughs> yeah. I like my subtle horror, not my in-your-face horror. But Kettle. Wait, was this one uh, favorite music for you as well? Yes. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so of of the things that Hospital Massacre did not win, <laughs> um, I did give it scariest movie just because, like, on the whole, even with not understanding, like, all the stuff, like, it was just, like, really creepy. And I felt like for kind of the small uh, independent type of movie that it was, I felt like the effects and just the, the stuff that they did with it was very good and effective. Yeah. Like, even, like, we were just talking about, like, oh, the passing the ball back and forth. It's like, oh, it's kind of cute and fun, but it's like, oh, no, it's the monster on the other side of that. Yeah, um, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think they did great with that, along with some of the, like, I don't, I don't know, just, like, some of the effects where, like, stuff was, like, slamming back and forth. Like, it just, it looked better than the usual low-budget type of thing. So, like, yeah. to me, I was just like, oh, that that's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um. I did also, like, despite the language, I did give it most quotable, and it's mainly for two things uh, okay. from the old guy on the bus Okay. that I that I enjoyed. Because when she comes back and is talking to him, she's like, oh, you know, I want to, like, find stuff out. He asks, uh, tea, talk, or both? And she's like, both. And I'm like, that's, that, I kind of like I that. I did like that line. Yeah. Um, and then also when he's uh, sending her off and, like, takes, uh, she's like, he's like, oh, take my lighter, you know, I need, to, I need to quit smoking or whatever. And he's just like, I'm old. Don't argue with me. <laughs> <laughs> so so those two lines right yeah. there, I'm just like, okay, that that's fun. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, got, it got nothing from me. Wow. Hospital Massacre got a lot. Wow. <laughs> Like my, my my picks look a lot like Kettle's picks, where like it was Hospital Massacre across the board, except for two things. <laughs> Are you in your chair? Cliff has entered the room. Oh, good. Okay. So I think we can now do a ranked, followed oh, by our custom category for this month, which is most malpractice. <laughs> it seemed like a, a fun topical one to uh, slot in for this this theme. So, ranked for me, number one, Hospital Massacre, number two, The Ward, number three, The Tokolosh, which, that that could change, if I won't rewatch The Tokolosh with uh, mm-hmm. subtitles, that could flip, but uh, that's my ranked, and then uh, my most malpractice, uh, number one, Hospital Massacre, man, the, even when the doctors were doing their job, they weren't doing their job very good, like, fuck, uh, followed by the the Tokolosh, because um, you know the the nurse that was looking after the kids at least seemed like she cared, and was trying to do the best job she could under the circumstances. But the uh, the administration of the hospital, uh, yeah, no, that's that's not that's not how you want running your hospital. That's who you want in in a grave, or or in a prison cell, uh, and then. Uh, third uh the ward because uh those medical practitioners were like legitimately just trying to do their job the best way they could they did some unorthodox methods but like uh it, it was for the benefit of the patient so uh yeah i 
very little, if any, malpractice there, to my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nephi. Tokoloshi got ranked, got number one ranked, and then the ward, and then hospital massacre. I don't have an explanation for that. That just is how it is. <laughs> uh, most malpractice is Tokolushi was first because A, hospital looked disgusting. It was pretty gross. Second, the administration was such an ass. I'm pretty sure the nurse couldn't do anything helpful even if she wanted to. Yeah. Hospital massacre is a little bit better. At least they were trying to be a good hospital. <laughs> they were trying. Failing they failed. But... Horribly. Yeah. <laughs> but they were trying at least. They at least, you know, had a hospital going on in there. Like, oh, good Lord. The ward. Um, no, no, malpractice. Mal and I think the way I was going with it is because I keep forgetting that she was actually in an, like, an institution that was treating her. Yeah. And for the life of me, I keep, my brain keeps wanting to be like, oh, no, it was just all in her head. Right. And I keep thinking it's like, a, like, like, she's just sitting there, like, comatose in her bedroom oh, at the yeah. end of it for some reason, like, before I watched it this last time. And I was like, no, that's not, I don't know where I got that from, but that ain't it. But, like, no, they were just trying to do the best they could with what they had and what she had. And, well, we got the ward. All right. So for uh, ranked movies, what? Hospital Massacre, because, yeah, that won damn near everything from me, and I loved it on the whole. Yeah. Uh, followed by Tokolosh, and then The Ward, because, well, eh, yeah. <laughs> um, and now, now after hearing your guys' like thing on the most malpractice, like I'm not sure I agree with my own, ch own picks now, so I'm just going to kind of pretend that it's like, oh, the most malpractice on me, The Viewer, because The Ward was number That's one. That's fair. Like, listen, you can, you can take the, the custom category and, like, as long as... Make it of it what you will. Yeah. Uh, followed by Hospital Massacre because, like, there was a lot of malpractice going on. And then also, as I was talking about, for just myself, just seeing all those old medical things. And I'm just like, it really does, I think, just kind of hit me in all those spots of, like, that's why medical things are scary to me. Right. Yeah. And then the Tokolosh because, like, it, I don't know, as far as medicine and that stuff type of stuff went like i didn't feel as much of it it's just like she happened to be working there yeah. like it, it didn't was the it least didn't hit... hospital centric of the three for sure yeah it didn't hit the same so yeah. uh while like on the whole like i guess i enjoyed it despite not understanding it as much mm. um but yeah that's uh my ranks there all right now we got we got some decks to distribute so hospital massacre drug count zero alcohol count two uh nudity count two kill count of 10 sex count of zero mm -hmm. uh for a total of 14 the ward uh, drug count zero alcohol count zero nudity count zero kill count five maybe, maybe not real people but real enough to count for this show uh sex count zero for a total dank score of five. The Tokolosh, drug count zero, alcohol count zero, nudity count zero, kill count two, sex count zero, for, for a total dank score of two. So, Hospital Massacre. The 80s slasher wins the dank score, shockingly. Oh, for, shit. For a little cheeky plus five. As far as matching bonuses, only one matcher th this month. Uh, that being most entertaining, Hospital Massacre across the board, mm -hmm. deemed most entertaining for another little cheeky plus five. 
Uh, so, and now we have the grand total points. In last place, with 43 points, the Ward. When uh, second place, with 72, so, so Kettle, you're safe. <laughs> I win in that regard. Yeah, you win ah. by losing. Um, but yes, in second place, with 72 points, the Tokolosh. Oh, and what are we first, watching? In first place, with 136 points, Hospital Massacre. Hospital Massacre wins. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Um, so, yeah, next month is October, the prime spooky month. And shockingly, four, year, four years in, or three years technically, but it is like season four, um, we, we have not done an obvious one for this <laughs> month. Halloween Horror. Oh, yeah. Okay. As what? What are they find? Uh, I think I was going to go with um ten thirty one. Oh man, there's there's a lot to choose from. There in this. is a lot. Yeah. You say Halloween horror, and you're like, oh shit, somebody's got to pick a Halloween movie. No. I mean, you can. No. If, you can if you want to, but there, there are so <laughs> many fucking options. Mm, no. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I don't care. I don't care. Pay the ghost. Hey, 2015. Go- <laughs> is it a horror movie? Yes. Okay. It gets better. Wait, is it a Halloween horror movie? Yes, it is. Okay. No, I oh, know I exactly it. why you picked it. Yeah. It's got Nicolas Cage. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've never heard of this, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, he was abducted during a Halloween carnival. Okay. I mean, the IMDb does say it's a horror mystery, so horror okay. thriller is what I see on Google. That's why, because I saw, enough. I'm sitting here going through, and it's Halloween horror, and I'm scrolling, and all I see is Nick Cage's face, and I'm like, I'm sorry, excuse me. <laughs> so I clicked on it, and I'm like, and I'm like. You know, my life can always use a little bit more Nicolas Cage in it. So, like, uh, <laughs> e- and it's even free even on it... Tubi. Oh, of course it is. It's it's from that era of Nicolas Cage where he did like a shit ton of direct-to-video mm-hmm. cheap stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure it will be uh, delightful in that respect. But like, yeah, no, that that's one that like even if even if we, we get around to watching it, it's like, well, it's really more of a thriller. It's like, you know what? We've made that exception so many times in the past for everyone. I'd say our definition of everything is so loose. Yeah. It's like, fuck it. Yeah, like <laughs> mm-hmm. like Shutter Island, Searching, uh, One Hour Photo. Like like we we've we've accepted thrillers in the past. Yeah, because, I mean, at least the way I see it is, like, okay, a thriller can still be scary, and if it's scary, like, yeah. it's a bit of horror, like... Yeah, and then, for the <laughs> most, like, there's a lot of thrillers that, in my mind, are just, like, literally... Like, if they're not actually... They, if they shouldn't actually just be classified horror, then a lot of the thriller genre, in my mind, is literally, like... I, I think I said it last... Uh, in, like, one of the last month episodes. But, like... Thriller is just horror's second cousin twice removed. Like it's yeah, still pretty it's much. part of the family. It's just like, you know, maybe a little bit off to the side. But a lot mm-hmm. of them are still welcome at the horror family reunion as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah, for sure. Here we go. Oh, I'm so excited. 
Well, I think I'm going to go with, uh, I guess, continue on with the, like, there's movies I've been meaning to see but haven't got around to. And this one, at least as I understand it, is controversial among Halloween fans, but that is oh, Halloween shit. 3, Season of the Witch. Oh, shit! Because yeah. I've not Absolutely. seen it, and I know it's oh, it's uh, yeah. it's got some takes. For so, a second, uh, I thought you were going to say Halloween ends, and I was like, no, I'm pretty sure you already saw that. I did, and I'm, it sucks, I'm, and I'm, I'm not picking it. Hasn't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's I mean, Halloween like, 3, yes. Yeah, no, I no, I I'm not watching Halloween Ends again. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I'll be watching it sometime this October. I'm gonna do the full Halloween binge again. I yeah, I mean, let me know what you think, but yeah. uh I expect to have, you know yeah, I, I could hate it like everyone else, but typically when everyone else hates a movie that hard, I watch it and it's one of two things. Either I'm like, it's not as bad as everyone says it is, is my take mm-hmm. right. Or it's actually really fucking good, or at least I really <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> Which, hey, that's how Halloween 3 was for a lot of years. And I was in the small boat at the time. Like, now people are coming around on it. But back in the day, like, you you were speaking blasphemy if you even dared to suggest that Halloween 3 was yeah, That's why I'm kind of there. I'm like... I, I need to see this, like... Actually, yeah. I think I picked it up on Blu-ray, like, on sale last nice. year and just haven't gotten around to it yet, yeah. so, like... I'm like, I need to watch this, and I'm probably gonna watch it uh, this month anyway. Right. So, like, hey, mine as well. Perfect. And we wind up we, we wind up doing Halloween month with a Halloween movie, but it's the standalone, non-Michael Myers Halloween movie. I love that. Precisely. <laughs> I, I figure that, that's very appropriate. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. That, that was the Spook Show, and we've uh, thanks to our super unbeatable scientific method, we've determined the greatest hospital horror movie of all time. It's Hospital Massacre, <laughs> of course. Um, but if you think there's a better one, by all means, let me know over on Twitter at Boone Scrublord. And uh, until the Spook Show comes around next month, this is your humble reminder to get melted. XOX.